welcome to Perimenopology, where we explore and converse about what it means to transition out of the young, hot, fertile, and fuckable box that our society labels as most worthy when you were socialized as a woman. Around here, we're all about body literacy and talking about the topics that society tells us are unimportant or inappropriate. I'm Michelle Kapler, reproductive acupuncturist, Chinese medicine practitioner, and master feminist confidence coach, and you've got episode number 17. Hello, hello, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Perimenopology. Before I get into today's episode, I want to make a quick announcement. This episode is brought to you by my Perimenopause Body Image Confidence Starter Pack. If you've been loving what you're learning in the podcast and you want to dive deeper into this work, this is a great way to get started. It's a little collection of tools that I've created that you can start applying today to help you feel more confident when it comes to your body as you navigate this transition. It's free and it's available right now. Just head to the show notes or to michellecapler.com forward slash starter to get instant access today. Today, I'm bringing you an episode in a series called Provider Care Confidence. This series of episodes is designed to help you feel more confident as you are seeking and advocating for the best medical and non-medical care possible during your perimenopausal transition and beyond. Around here, we believe that knowledge is power, and the more you know, the better equipped you will be to ask for exactly what you want and need from your care providers, medical or otherwise. If you're hearing this in the future and you want to access the rest of the episodes, I have an updated PDF list with direct links to all of the episodes in this series so you can find them easily. You can find it in the Body Image Competence Starter Kit, and you can grab that for free when you sign up for the kit. The link is in the show notes. Before we get into my tips for today, I want to give my usual rant about treatment choices, which is that there is no hierarchy of treatment options. One is not better than the other. There are all types of people who need care who will come to the table with all sorts of values and priorities. So if you tell your friend that you're using pharmaceutical medication, for example, and they tell you directly or indirectly that your choice is inferior or inappropriate because it's not the quote unquote natural route, know that one method is not better than the other. And conversely, if you want to try herbs and supplements first, that's totally okay too. There is no right way to do this. Different bodies will have different needs and there will be varying levels of accessibility and options for people. And most of the time, it's just about trying a bunch of different things and seeing what works. And in many cases, it ends up being a combination of a few things that ultimately provides a solution or maybe even just a little bit of relief. And all of that said, I always recommend consulting a licensed, qualified, and experienced practitioner for all of your treatment recommendations. This might be a medical doctor, a functional medicine practitioner, a naturopathic doctor, or another allied health professional like a registered acupuncturist like me. Everybody is different and will likely require an individualized assessment to determine the right solution for your unique and individual needs. What worked for one person might not work for another for reasons that are probably obvious to a trained and licensed practitioner, but might not be obvious to you. Please don't order supplements or herbs or medications from the internet without a consultation. These things are strong and they have effects, so you want to make sure that the effects that you are getting are right for your body. Also, just to mention, this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only, is not a substitute for diagnosis and treatment from a qualified healthcare provider, and does not indicate the formation of a provider-patient relationship. Okay, so with all that being said, let's get on with the episode. Today, I want to talk about three ways you might know when it's time to seek treatment for your perimenopausal symptoms. I get a lot of messages about this from folks who say things like, hey, how early is too early to ask for help with things like this? Or I'm bothered by my symptoms, but I don't know if they're quote unquote bad enough to quote unquote bother my doctor. Or how soon is too soon to ask for assistance with this? 
So I've put together a short list of reasons why you might want to ask for help. This is, of course, highly simplified. People seek treatment for all kinds of reasons, but I want to give you a generalized overview and some guidance on this in a way that might be applicable to everybody. So the first reason is that your quality of life is negatively impacted by your symptoms. If you are experiencing any symptom that makes your life less livable or enjoyable, that is a reason to seek treatment. If you're not able to function or thrive or perform your daily tasks with reasonable ease because of your symptoms, that is a reason to seek treatment. If a change in your body is bothering you or making your life harder, that is a reason to seek treatment. Some examples of what this might look like and also things that I've heard from my clinical patients and coaching clients are things like, my hot flashes are majorly distracting me from meetings at work. My vaginal dryness is keeping me from enjoying my sex life with my partner or with myself. My joint pain is keeping me from doing an activity that I enjoy. My insomnia is happening often enough that I'm really tired all the time. My mood swings are affecting my relationship with my kids. My periods are way heavier than they used to be, and I'm bleeding through two overnight pads every hour on day one of my cycle, and I can't go anywhere. So let me say this again to summarize. If your symptoms are negatively impacting your quality of life, that is a valid reason to seek treatment. And no, you don't have to wait because you're wondering if your symptoms are quote unquote bad enough to seek care. If you're noticing them and your life is less easy or enjoyable than it used to be because of the symptoms, they are significant enough to seek treatment, period. The second reason is that there is medical or diagnostic data to suggest that treatment can improve your health now or prevent future illness. Sometimes things can be happening in our bodies that we can't tangibly sense, but they do come up on diagnostic tests like blood work or imaging or tests that you would get from your doctor or healthcare provider. So for example, bone density is something that becomes a concern during perimenopause and beyond, and you won't likely be able to feel your bone density (laughs) declining, but it may show up on a regular routine diagnostic test. And from there, you might want to seek treatment because your tests point you in that direction. Or it might not be bad now, but you might want to ask for support in the future to prevent future illness and disease. And then finally, the third reason, which I think is the one that I most strongly want to get across to you today, that you might know that it's time to seek treatment, is that you want to, period. If you want to consult a healthcare provider for support in this transition, even if you aren't experiencing full-blown symptoms yet, because you simply want to, that is a valid reason. If you want to talk with your healthcare provider about things like what to expect in the future, planning for upcoming changes on the horizon, preventative testing and protocols, or you simply just want to have a conversation to get your questions answered, all of those are valid reasons to consult with somebody. And this leads me to my next point, which is unfortunately something I hear a lot about from my clinical patients and coaching clients. And the question is, what do you do if your healthcare provider just dismisses you? I hear stories of folks going to their healthcare providers and asking for help with their symptoms and being told things like, nah, you're way too young for that to be happening, or it can't be that bad, or my favorite, pain and mood swings and quote unquote being hormonal are just part of being a woman. So, you know, suck it up, basically. Some providers lack the information expertise, and some are just simply lacking bedside manner. Either way, If your provider is gaslighting or dismissing your legitimate health concerns, seek a second opinion. 
This might mean seeing another provider of the same type, like another doctor. This might mean asking to be referred to somebody who is specialized, which I always recommend anyway. This might mean trying a different kind of provider. For example, you might want to try seeking care through an allied health professional like an acupuncturist or a functional medicine practitioner or therapist instead of from your doctor or vice versa. You want to keep asking questions, keep advocating for the care that you deserve, and know you don't have to wait until it gets really bad, even if somebody is telling you that it's not really bad. If you think it's bad, it's time to ask the questions. And yes, you can seek treatment, even if it's just preventative or diagnostic, just because you want to. Okay, my friends, that's it for this short and sweet episode. And remember, if you find the Provider Care Confidence Series helpful, please be sure to sign up for the Perimenopause Body Image Confidence Starter Kit. You can get access for free by going to michellecapula.com forward slash starter. And then when you log in, you can download the PDF with an updated list of all the Provider Care Confidence Series episodes. I'll see you next time. And thanks for listening. If you are loving what you're learning in the podcast and you want to take this work to a deeper level, let's work together. If you are a resident of Ontario, Canada, we can work together in a clinical setting, both virtually or in person, to help you find a unique and customized treatment plan to alleviate your perimenopausal symptoms and get you the relief that you deserve using Chinese medicine. Or if you're looking for support with body image, confidence, advocating for yourself and seeking treatment, or just generally making your life as awesome as possible through this transition and beyond, I can help you anywhere in the world through coaching. To learn more about your options for working with me, head to michellecabler.com and click on work with me on the overhead menu. I can't wait to talk with you. Thank you.